Coming up, a second day of no-hitters in as many weeks highlights an exciting day in baseball. This is Locked On Game to Game, MLB. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB. Local experts join us. Then we recap all the action for you from yesterday across Major League Baseball. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Michael Lorenzen threw the second no-hitter of the month of August for the Phillies this time against the Nationals last night. And our Locked On hosts with both teams have the recap of History Made in Philly. What a night for the Philadelphia Phillies and Michael Lorenzen. Connor Thomas, your host of Locked On Phillies. And my goodness, I thought Weston Wilson hitting a home run in his Major League debut first at bat was going to be the story of the night. And then Michael Lorenzen goes and upstages him. The 14th no-hitter in Philadelphia Phillies history. I'm going to be honest. I've never watched one start to finish before. I've seen moments. I've seen pieces. Roy Halladay's postseason no-hitter, I listened to on the radio. The perfect game, I saw a little bit of, but this is the first one I ever watched start to finish, and what a home debut by Michael Lorenzen. I don't know what more to say. It was a magical moment at Citizens Bank Park. The whole night just had that vibe of just greatness, and I'm honestly speechless, but hopefully I won't be for the next episode of Locked on Phillies. Y'all go and check it out now, but we'll talk more tomorrow. That stunk. It stunk. The Philadelphia Phillies just no-hit the Washington Nationals. And oh, it was the first time the Nationals have ever been no-hit in the entirety of their existence. Ryan Clary from Locked On Nationals here. Not much to really break down because the Nationals got no-hit. We got no-hit. It was not fun to watch. Hand up. I've always said I'll root for a no-hitter. Tonight, I found out. I do not want to be hit by the Philadelphia Phillies, and especially by the guy, Michael Lorenzen, they just acquired at this trade deadline because obviously and honestly, the Phillies, they're looking good. They're getting hot, and I would not want to play them come October. The Brewers walked off against the Rockies thanks to a throwing error in extra innings. Milwaukee held on to its lead in the NL Central with the win. Locked on Brewers takes us through a wild finish. Hi, everybody. Chuck Freeman here at the Lockdown Brewers. Anchor Dennis will be dropping Lockdown Brewers a little bit later on. Somebody asked counsel after a 7-6 win today, and wish he took two or three from the Rockies, was that an ugly win? God, I mean, every so often during a season, you hear somebody ask that stupid question. I don't know who it was, but why would you say that? That just tells me, like, the person who asked that or asked that type of question never been involved in sports before. This is the first time seeing a sporting event. Winning isn't easy. It's not. They don't hand you wins. It's difficult to win a game. All right? And Council says, yeah, call it what you want. The Brewers won that game. Yeah, Canna made the error on the top of the 10th, redeemed himself with an RBI double in the bottom of the 10th. Not an ugly win. A win, we're going to talk about it, and the Brewers took two or three. We'll talk about that on Lockdown Brewers. The Cardinals upset the Rays on Wednesday, and Paul Goldschmidt passed the 1,100 career RBI mark in the victory. Our Lockdown hosts on both sides have more. Dakota Hudson continues to impress as the Cardinals stop the Rays in Tampa. Hey, it's Shady from Lockdown Cardinals, and Dakota Hudson has spent most of the year at AAA Memphis, but... These last two months of the season, he's got a chance to throw his name 
back into the discussion for a rotation spot next season. And so far, he's making the most of that opportunity. He goes five innings tonight, allows three runs on seven hits, two dingers to Jose Siri, two punchies, and just one walk, which is key for Hudson because control has always been an issue for him. Nothing super, but enough to give his team a chance to win. The bullpen gives up a solo rope by Wander Franco, but outside of that, four innings, six strikeouts, no walks, and just two total hits. Bravo to the pitching staff. Offensively, the Cardinals were able to pound out six runs on nine hits, just one solo home run by Newbar, but were able to go three for seven with runners in scoring position and win without relying on the home run the whole time. So just a really strong game all around for the team. For the latest updates and info, be sure to keep it Locked on Cardinals. My name is Ulysses Sombrano, host of the Locked on Race podcast. Yes, they lost the second game after winning last night's game. It's been an up and down um, July, August for the race. Now they did come from winning three straight series. So you do have the rubber match to, to make it count here. But this is a, a St. Louis Cardinals team that is last in their division and, and the race with not only playoff aspirations, but with World Series aspirations. You do want them to take care of these types of opponents. The bullpen day, unfortunately, did not go as well when Beeks, Stevenson, and Kevin Kelly did not get it done. But Jose Siri and Wander Franco did provide some firepower with uh, Siri providing two bombs and Wander Franco the longest of his career. So for this and much more, subscribe to Locked on Race. Raise up. Spencer Torkelson's two home runs led the way for the Tigers in a nine-run output against the Twins. After the loss, Locked on Twins tells us what went wrong for Minnesota. Twins drop another tough one to the Tigers, 9 of 5. Bailey Ober giving up 11 hits in five innings. And in general, the Twins just kind of looking out of sorts all night long. Obviously not ideal to lose to a Tigers team that's still 12 games under 500. But I think people are still letting things get away from them. This is the kind of game teams lose all the time, all season long. Yeah, it stinks. And no, it's not really a silver lining that the Guardians lost. Sure, it's nice the Twins are still four and a half up in the division. Don't get me wrong. That's true. And it's not great to lose to, again, like I said, Detroit. But again, this happens every single season, every single week to every single team. And we just got to chill out a little bit. Here's the stat you won't hear anywhere else. Twins lead MLB with 30 games of at least 10 strikeouts pitching and hitting. No other team has more than 26, and that's the Giants. Kyle Tucker stayed hot with another home run, and the Astros beat the Orioles again last night. Locked on Astros tells us more as Houston looks like it's getting playoff ready. 21-59. Congratulations to Dusty Baker, who is now seventh all-time in terms of managerial wins as the Astros beat the Orioles 8-2. It was a close game for the most game. Uh, the Astros scored two runs early based on Kyle Tucker hitting two-run homer. Then Altuve drove in another run, but then they waited to the last two innings to get the other five runs, and it was epic. The Astros have done something that a lot of teams have not done throughout the whole season, which is dominate the Orioles' bullpen. And Christian Javier pitched five innings. He threw 105 pitches. He only allowed four hits, uh, two runs. He allowed three walks. Uh, so he, he pitched a little bit better, but the bullpen just shut it down from there. And you had Altuve with three hits, uh, three RBIs, Bregman with some hits, and the Astros offense just did its job today. And now let's sweep them. 
Coming up, the Blue Jays and Dodgers pick up shutout wins. This is Locked On Game to Game MLB. Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by Game Time. If you're like me, you decide really last second that you want to go to a game or a concert, but it's hard to find tickets, that's where Game Time comes in. You have the Game Time guarantee. That means you will get the best price every single time. If you find tickets in the same section and the same row for less somewhere else, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Download the Game Time app, create an account. You can use our code LOCKEDONMLB. That will get you $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code locked on MLB for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Welcome back. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. The Red Sox picked up a win by holding off the Royals in the late innings on Wednesday. And Locked On Red Sox checks in to recap Boston's victory. Hi, Gabby Hurlbut here, host of Locked On Red Sox. That was a good win with a really weird game at Fenway taking place. We had outfield lights getting smashed and needing to be fixed. We had all kinds of odd plays going on in the field, but ultimately the Red Sox hung on and pulled it off. Nick Pavetta pitched a nice solid five innings, giving up four hits and two earned runs, and then the bullpen held it down. Kenley Jansen did give up a solo home run in the ninth inning, but the Red Sox did have the insurance run to win it 4-3. So it was it was a good win. Just got to win the series tomorrow. Casas belting another monster home run. That kid is on fire, definitely making his case for rookie of the year. So just got to keep him coming, win tomorrow, and go from there. The Mets beat the Cubs thanks to another Pete Alonzo home run against Chicago. Our Locked On Mets host has the details on the win. Since the trade deadline, the New York Mets won a series. This is Ryan Fickelstein, the host of Locked On Mets. And we saw Pete Alonso basically put a team on his back and carry them there in this series. Home ring in all three games, hitting four home runs overall, driving in, what was it, 10 runs. In this one, he ties the game up in the uh, fourth inning with a two-run homer. The Mets able to get a couple of runs in the sixth. And while their bullpen tried to blow it, they actually held on barely at the end to get the series victory. But on tomorrow's show, the focus is squarely on Alonso. Considering the way he's hit lately and just what he's done throughout his Mets career, the Mets need to strongly consider extending Pete Alonso as soon as possible. And I get into all the different layers of what a contract would look like, why it's important to the franchise, the fans, and everything else in between. So make sure you check out tomorrow's edition of Locked on Mets. The Blue Jays scored a run in the top of the first, and then both Toronto and Cleveland went scoreless the rest of the way yesterday. Locked on hosts with both sides explain why nobody could get their offense going. Hello, friends. Craig Ballard, Locked on Blue Jays. Turnabout fair play. Well, Tuesday night, the Blue Jays lose to the Cleveland Guardians 1-0. Wednesday night, the Blue Jays beat the Cleveland Guardians 1-0. Another absolutely stellar job by the Blue Jays pitchers tonight. But on Monday's Locked On Blue Jays podcast, we talked about the fact that the Blue Jays always seem to make rookies look like Cy Young. Well, they've now faced three Cleveland rookies in games 1, 2, and 3 of this four-game series and have totaled one run off of them. Oh my goodness. We often complain about the Blue Jays getting just three runs for Kevin Gosman. Well, today was just one, but the result was glorious and the Toronto Blue Jays improved to 65 and 51 on the season. Tomorrow was Throwback Thursday, and with Jose Bautista about to be added to the level of excellence in a couple of days, tomorrow's episode is all about Jose Bautista. And joining us for the entire episode, Talking Joey Bats tomorrow, is the legend himself, Cabby. 
Third game in a row with a fantastic, sublime, however you want to label it, rookie pitching performance. And third day in a row with basically no offense. I know they managed to win one of these, but at some point, something's got to come together, right? Uh, This was not a fun game to watch. The upside is they do move quickly when you're losing 1-0. But let's focus on Logan Allen. Really a strong day for him. He continued this nice stretch with these rookie arms, and that's the hope for next year. Focus on the positive. Focus on what those arms did. I know another day where Gabby Arias was not great at the plate, but he saved this game, at least made it possible for it to be a close game late. What a double play uh, he got, showing you the value of him at shortstop, even if he's not hitting. Overall, offensively, there just wasn't much there. You know, there was not a whole lot to get excited for. Uh, Cleveland Guardians follow the Toronto Blue Jays. The White Sox put up four runs on Luis Severino in just two innings, and they beat the Yankees with ease on Wednesday. Locked on Yankees has more on what's wrong in the Bronx as New York sits in last place. This is Stacey Gotsoulias of Locked On Yankees, and the Yankees drop another series to the White Sox. They finish 2-4 and four against the White Sox this season, and it's just a mess. We're going to get into it on the next Locked On Yankees. First mess, Luis Severino. <laughs> Turns out he doesn't have trouble in the first inning. It's in his first inning. So if his first inning is in the first inning, the second inning, the sixth inning, the eighth inning, it doesn't matter. He's going to give up runs and the Yankees cannot keep putting him in games. He proved that on Wednesday. He only pitched two, gave up four runs, but he was saddled with the loss because that's all the White Sox needed. Of course, they tacked on five more because it was just that kind of a game for the Yankees. And the Yankees, on the flip side, couldn't do anything offensively. Tale as old as time. So we talk about Luis Severino and his issues. We recap the game. And then we talk about an unsung hero for the Yankees because it's not all doom and gloom. It's just mostly doom and gloom. Shohei Otani got to win number 10 on the season by holding the Giants to one run in six innings of work. Locked on Angels goes over the day on the mound for the former MVP. A series victory gets the Angels back to 500 for the 15th time this season. Hey, everybody, it's Mike Frisch, one half of Locked on Angels. Angels beat the Giants on Wednesday night 4-1, to and they do win the series two games out of three. And they were led by Shohei Otani. He went six innings, looked really great. Lowered his ERA to 3.17, only gave up one unearned run. The Angels got their runs on the bat of Mike Moustakis. He led the way in the bottom of the sixth inning with a three-run home run. But the big story in Angel land is what goes on in the ninth inning. Carlos Estevez has blown his last two saves in games the Angels should have won, but he shut it down against the Giants in this game, and everybody gives a collective sigh of relief, and we're thankful for that. John and I are going to recap this game and get you set for the Astros series. Join us on Locked On Angels. David Peralta got the go-ahead hit for the Dodgers against his old team last night, and LA beat Arizona. Locked On Dodgers has more after the shutout win. David Roberts was stuck between a rock and a hard place. He said, hey, I'll use the freight train. What's up? It's Jeff from Locked On Dodgers. Dodgers have bases loaded, two outs, and David Peralta coming up against a tough lefty. Uh, They had Kike Hernandez or Ahmed Rosario available to pitch hit. Roberts stuck with Peralta, Uh, not because of his gut, which a lot of people would have you believe, but because it was the right thing to do. Peralta rewarded his confidence with a two-run single. That was the only run scored in the game. Dodgers went two to nothing. Great defense from Caleb Ferguson, an outstanding defensive play to save what could have been a big inning for the Diamondbacks, and outstanding defense by uh, Miguel Rojas and Freddie Freeman in the ninth inning to make a tough play to get uh, Alec 
whatever's in Alec Thomas. All in all, Dodgers sweep this little two-game series with the D-backs, now lead the D-backs by 11 games, the Giants by six games, the Padres by 13 games. Check it all out on Locked on Dodgers tomorrow morning and every weekday morning. That's a wrap for this edition of Locked On Game to Game MLB. We thank you as always for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Now that we've passed the trade deadline, the playoff push has begun. Make sure that you are subscribed to Locked On MLB and your favorite team's Locked On podcast on YouTube and wherever else you get your podcasts from. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.